everyone. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Transform Your Confidence Show, a place where we bring you into our inner circle of recommended leaders, experts, and thought leaders to garner their insights on knowledge and techniques that are working today. The goal is to level up your repertoire of expertise so that you win, win, win. That's the goal, right, guys? This week's mindset and clarity themed episode is entitled, Am I Living the Right Life? Hmm. My guest today is the founder of the Mahima Mindset, Mahima, who is one of Europe's top self mastery and leadership mentors, an international best selling author, coach, and speaker who has been featured on ABC. NBC, CBS, and Fox, and she is going to help us unpack and answer this week's big question. Again, it's, am I living the right life? Please welcome to the show, the fabulous Mahima. So happy to have you on, my love. Oh, thank you so much, Raj, for that amazing introduction. I'm always amazed when I hear about all my accolades. I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, it's (laughs) And it's just a joy to be in a conversation about transformation and awakening and living your truth. So I'm just delighted to be here. Thank you so much for this. Well, I'm so honored, my my lovely lady. And I'm going to kind of dive right in and we're going to go on a bit of a journey together. And everyone watching, listening and reading this, stop whatever you're doing, because this is going to be a treat. Mahima, before you develop the Mahima mindset, which we'll tap into shortly, can you share who you were? Who I was, um, I was broken. I was, uh, uh, I was sad. I I was lost, confused. Um, I was, uh, I was beautiful, but didn't know it. Um, Mm. I was thin, but didn't feel it. (laughs) Mm. Uh, I was 23 years old and um, and I'd had a divorce I'd had and in the marriage I saw that I um, I saw aspects of myself that were disturbing Mm -hmm. because of my childhood and the traumas that I'd experienced back then Mm -hmm. so the traumas varied from mental, physical, emotional abuse to um, uh, sexual abuse from my uh, stepfather. And so there were, so, so, so yeah. So I, and I didn't know about working on yourself. I didn't know you could heal. I didn't know about, uh, um, you know, transforming your mindset, transforming your emotional body and, and, and really feeling amazing and operating on a high level of energy. So, um, I was young, bubbly, um, enthusiastic, some good qualities, of course, but but uh, so it's not like you would see me and think, oh, she's miserable. This was all hidden under the facade of a mask, right, mm-hmm. that we all are taught to wear that makes us look good and that makes everyone think, hey, we're okay, right? But behind closed doors, in the silence of our own hearts, we're struggling. And that was right. me before. Yeah, absolutely. So there's so much that you've shared there, which I feel that, um, you know, our watchers, listeners and readers here are, are going to be able to align with either, you know, their own personal journey or um, a journey of someone that is close to them. It could be someone that's in the work 
force. It could be in a community scenario. We've all faced some level of exposure um, to traumatic experiences. So it's always very, very um, challenging for us as humans to be able to say that we have the courage to be able to at least find the place that we need to go in order to get away from the things that aren't serving us. It's very, it's a very difficult, challenging thing to, to do, which is why there are so many books written on it. There's religions that, that, that talk about it. There's society infrastructure that, you know, um, touches upon it. And on the reverse side of that Mahima, they also grow it. They grow the traumas. Mm right? Like we, mm -hmm. we know this, right? So yes. Yes. all of the things that you've accomplished um, and you, you know, you've become this enlightened embodiment of fabulous female, right? Look at <laughs> you, like you, you are so glowing, much. you are smiling. I can, I feel the energy um, in and around you and I'm honored to be in your presence. And I want to ask you, what was that moment, that pivotal moment or moments where you said, this is not the life I want to live? And I need to find an alternative. Before we talk about what you did to get there, what okay, were those pivotal cool. moments? Yeah. I was, uh, my first husband and I, we were having a massive argument mm -hmm. in his office. He had this, you know, it was like up on the 20th floor of this building, you know, like beautiful views over the city of Harare. And, wow. you know, I back then I used to kind of do the Alexis Carrington type of white shirt and tight pencil skirt and high heels. So I was doing all of that, you know, yes. feeling very full of myself. And yes. we started talking about what we were going to do over the weekend. And then it just t twisted into one of our raging arguments. But this time it was explosive. Mm -hmm. And we both got very loud and, um, you know, he pushed me onto the couch and sort of ran out of his office, I guess, mm -hmm. in embarrassment, he just sort of ran. Mm -hmm. And, and I, um, I chased after him. And when I got to his office door, you know, all the other staff members were all just sort of sitting there looking like this, because they just seen him rush out, and they'd heard all the screaming, and then they saw me. Mm -hmm. And I was embarrassed for about 2.3 seconds but then went back into my rage and followed him. Yeah. He went down the elevator. I went down the elevator. He jumped in his car. I jumped in my car. And now we were having a crazy street chase going through um, red traffic lights. Uh, oh my the, gosh. Screeching, yeah. Screeching wheels turning. And, and I was just like, I, I was just like in a rage and I just wanted to catch him in his, you know, in his car. And, and at one point I lost control of the car, Raj. Oh my gosh. And everything kind of became silence and the car just started to spin, spin, spin in slow motion. And mm -hmm. I just saw it heading towards this big uh, baobab tree. If you know these trees in Zimbabwe, it's like with huge, big trunks. And my car was just heading directly to that. Oh my gosh. I, I saw like light flashing by. I thought, this is it. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, shortly before the tree hit me, I just I kind of woke up from this daze and I hit the brakes and millimeters from the tree, the car stopped. Oh, my and, gosh. Yeah. And in the dead of the silence, I just 
I just closed my eyes and I just, I just wept and I thought I'm out of control Mm -hmm. and this has to change. Mm -hmm. And I took a decision that night to jump on the, on the first flight I could get and go to a friend of mine uh, in Miami. I was in Zimbabwe back there. So I could just get distance between the story and try to kind of come back to my sanity kind of thing. Yeah, so that was the turning point. That was the turning point that led that trip to Miami led me to open up portals and doors to this new world of personal growth, which uh, you know I can tell you all about later. But that was a pivotal moment where you know uh, had that not happened, I you know I I, I might not I, I I know not I might I would not be the amazing transformed woman that I am today. <laughs> I love that. Yes. If you didn't make that fundamental decision. Mm-hmm. So so what um before you um actually developed the Mahima mindset and this point where you landed in Miami, that gap in there, what happened during that time for you? Can you kind of um shed some light on kind of the transformative journey that you went through from the woman that wasn't happy to the woman that founded the Mahima mindset? Absolutely. So um, I had the opportunity while I was in Miami to meet this guy who had spent a lot of his time in India with an Indian guru in an Indian ashram. I didn't know that at the time when I met him in Miami. So we hang out, he became a friend. And then later on, I went back to Zimbabwe, decided to get divorced. And then I met this friend in, in Milan. Yeah. And, and then he said to me, you are a mess. You need to go to India because I was planning to go back to Miami and study um, to become a chef because I was very passionate about food. Yeah. And he was like, that is a bad idea. You, you're not in a state to go anywhere. You need to go to India. And I didn't know about meditation. I didn't know about personal growth. I wasn't looking for anything. But I was mm-hmm. so messy that it just made sense. It just made sense. And for some reason, I just said, yes, I bought a one-way ticket. Yeah, today. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> and ended up in a, in the Pune ashram. Yeah. Okay. And in my first ever meditation, I'm sitting there with all of these people wearing white robes, dancing, screaming the name of the guru who'd already passed away at that stage, just like a year before but they're okay. all gathering and 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 I thought, where am I? I'm this is mad. I I, I was judgmental. I, I felt that this is not my place. I, I didn't know what I was doing there. But then the guru came on this big screen and he started talking. And everything he said was like he had he was saying it to me. Mm-hmm. It is as if he had prepared the whole darshan for me and i was just my the hairs on the back of my head stood up i just was staring at him i was hearing about a type of spirituality a type of well-being a type of light that i'd never heard in my whole entire life Mm -hmm. and i was like a i was like a sponge absorbing it and i looked around me and i saw people closing their eyes in meditation and i didn't know what meditation was but I just mm-hmm. closed my eyes too, mimicking the people around me. 
And I close my eyes and I experience the deep inner peace, a profound sense of peace and joy that I never consciously experienced in my entire life. And when I opened my eyes, the hall that had been full of like whatever, a thousand people was empty. What? Yes, because I'd been so into just being there in this amazing feeling. That was my first day in the ashram. I was like, just happened. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't. I was just like, I don't know what happened. And I went to bed. I slept. The next day I woke up. The first thing I did was close my eyes to see if that wonderful feeling was still there. Mm-hmm. And it was. And then I sat for two hours meditating mm-hmm. not knowing how to meditate not and that was the that's how my journey started mm-hmm. so oh my I, gosh. when I found meditation or when meditation found me yeah. it was like a dolphin who'd been stranded on the beach uh, <gasps> taking his last breath and somebody pushed him back into the ocean that's what it felt like and so I just I just embraced all of these teachings and I and then, uh, you know, six months later, I decided I needed a, 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 a teacher in his body because I really wanted to understand. I felt like yeah. I'm enlightened. I need to understand what enlightenment is. <laughs> so that's how it went. And uh, I spent five years in India with uh, uh, this amazing teacher. And then he passed away. And when he passed away, I just knew it is, it's my turn to teach. I have something yeah. to share. I've dedicated five years of my life literally sitting meditating for hours, learning everything I could about consciousness. And so I just felt it was natural for me to to teach what I learned to others. Yeah. Wow. What a wonderful story. So, you know, this kind of leads me to the obvious question. What did you develop? It's called the Mahima mindset. What yeah, is Mahima- this? Can you share this with everyone? <laughs> the Mahima mindset is a way of thinking about yourself and the world around you. The Mahima mindset is about understanding a peace, a love, and a joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events, or people. It's about the willingness to work on yourself so that you can be centered, grounded, um, powerful, joyful, and that you feel you're in charge of what's happening inside of you. So you're not afraid of breaking down or, you know, burning out or having, you know, emotional breakdown, getting depressed or, you know, getting into really dark places or anything. Because you've understood who you are Mm -hmm. in the core and who we are in the core is a spirit having a human experience. Mm -hmm. So your, your essence is a soul, a spirit, a divine, whatever you want to call it. And it's the body is a container for that essence. And when we allow ourselves to go inside and and just be, we can experience that essence. And then it allows us to feel safe. Everything's fine. When you're there in that center, you're not worried about your bank account or your problems. So that all disappears. And you just experience oneness and wholeness. And then, you know, I, I love to teach people how to connect to that and then to figure out how to bring that essence into their day-to-day life. 
So you don't have that effect of on my yoga mat, in my meditation, I feel amazing. But then when I go to my life, it's a hot mess. Yeah. My rela- my relationships are a mess. My finances are a mess. Uh, my, you know, uh, I'm, I'm fragmented, right? So, th- so there's a lot of that that happens when people go on these spiritual journeys, right? Mm-hmm. Where they work a lot on their inner and they can connect deeply in those meditations, but then it all falls apart how their life is unfolding. And the Mahima mindset is about get right inside to get right outside. <laughs> ah, I love that line. So for, so for those people who are very tactical, can mm-hmm. you explain to them what you take people through on this mm-hmm. mindset journey? Absolutely. So I have an award-winning formula. So our system is a seven-step system. I call it the Own Your Superstar training, and it is seven steps. Okay. The first step is to understand self-love. Self-love is the foundation. And the, the word self, this is not just me, Mahima. Self is the soul, your essence, right? So um, so we need to love the Mahima. I need to love her unconsciously mm-hmm. in her scarredness, in her tears, in her pain, in her sadness, but also in her brilliance, in her power, in her joy, in her beauty, right? So we need to claim all of us and, mm-hmm. you know, the external us that people see and the spirit us that is unseen but ever present and you know and 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 actually and actually talks walks and acts through the the the, the me the mahima right so mm-hmm. so when you connect with your soul and you understand self love your body mind spirit becomes a vehicle for the, your soul to express itself in the world so that's the first part of the formula yeah. When you are rooted in self-love, you can then understand what I call your genius. Your genius is your superpower. It is what your body is going to do with its time. That's not just about your family or your 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 you know your your close relationships. It's your mission. It's your thing in the world that you are going to be known for. Right. Mm-hmm. In my case, I'm a self-mastery mentor. Yes. Someone else could be a master chef. Someone else could be a car mechanic. Somebody else. It's a passion that you have and a skill that you have that allows you to operate in the genius zone, right? Yes. And I think it's very important to know what that is. So I take people into deeper diving to hack their genius and understand what that is. Some people already know it, but they need Mm -hmm. to figure out how they're going to use it. That brings me to the third point. It's your your mission. What are you going to do with the superpower that's not about you? Okay, because if you don't have a powerful mission, you will crash and burn because there's too much me, me, me. Yeah, I'm I'm the genius. I'm a genius. Look at me. Right? No, you got to take this talent and serve, serve humanity. So I call that your mission. So I help people, you know, understand their genius and get clear about their mission. Okay. What usually happens once you got these things happening, fear sets in because you're going to start living a completely different life. If you've been living a life, for example, making money just for the sake of it without even making money doing what you love, and I suddenly come to you and I say, listen, we're going to change your life. I'm going to get you to make money with what you love. But you're enrooted in that, no, 
I, I, I have bills to pay. I can't yeah. go on fancy trips, finding my genius and mission. And, you know, I need to pay my rent. I need to pay my uh, kids school fee. So fear comes up to change. And I help you deal with that fear. Right. Help you That's deal a with big that one. Mm-hmm. It's a That's a big one. one. Yeah. Yes. And then the fifth element is relationships. Yes, we hack all of your relationships so that you can let go of the toxic relationships that no longer serves you. And also so that you can deepen the relationships or heal the relationships with the people that you need to do that with. So we work a lot on that, right? And then we have the um, the vision. Yeah, the sixth step is if you don't have a bigger vision, something that is calling you each day to be in radical action and do all of these things you're doing, it feels very pointless. So mm-hmm. I believe it's like, and I didn't have a bigger vision up till my 40th birthday. I was just living moment by moment, living in the bliss of the moment. And then I reached 40 and I hadn't reached even half of my potential. So I woke up, I understood, no, you need to have a big juicy vision that excites you and that you know that every day you're stepping towards that and you're taking decisions. That's how you know if you're taking the right decision. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a bigger vision, you don't know if you're taking the right decisions. You don't know where you're going. And most of the time, that means you're going in circles. Right? Yeah. So the, the bigger vision is direction and it's very important. So that's the sixth step. And the last one is to embody abundance, right? Um, I, I love to teach people how to... Um, they, they need to deal with their money mindset so mm-hmm. that they're not self-sabotaging themselves or making decisions based on money. This is like, t- like you want to do something. You don't say, I don't have the money. You decide if you want to do that thing. And then you see the money being manifested. You go and get the money. You make the money happen. There's a complete mm-hmm. way of looking at life. So I want people to understand you deserve abundance on all levels. You deserve abundant relationships. You deserve abundant finances. And you deserve to feel abundant in whatever you're doing. So that's the seventh step. So that is my seven-step formula. Self-love, your genius, your mission, transcend fear, right? Um, Upgrade your relationships. And the sixth one is create a bigger vision. And the last one is um, abundance, yes? embody embody abundance if you don't feel abundant you can create abundance and you've got to feel abundance even when you don't have the abundance right Mm -hmm. and that feeling of abundance even when you don't have it comes from your soul because when you're connected to your soul you realize you don't need anything Mm -hmm. you could literally sit in a jail cell and feel total bliss contentment and wholeness right so every, so so that is the richness that you need to feel if you want to create more abundance on other levels. So that's my formula. That's how we take people through this transformation. So how do people tap into this? Do, um, do you have like an an online scenario? Is it a group thing? Do people do this with you one on one? Like walk us through that process. Okay. So I um I love people to be in groups. And I think it is essential. When I see how fragmented people are becoming in terms of how they associate with each other. Mm -hmm. um, And also because of my personal experience, what happened to me on that first ever meditation, 
I was in a group that created an energy field. And that's right. why I was able to drop into this incredibly enlightened state just like that. So that is what happens when you bring people together to work consciously. It creates an energy field that is literally electric. I've had students heal themselves from traumas that they had been battling with for years, coming to the group experience and just feeling like it left their system physically, mm -hmm. emotionally, and mentally, right? And then they went away from that event, able to operate differently because they literally shifted something out of their system. So I totally believe in the power of the group. And so I, and I can, I can transmit on or offline doesn't matter because mm -hmm. the soul is not bound by us being in a room together. You can be a room together and feel totally disconnected from the person that's sitting right next to you. Yeah. And look at us here, soulfully connecting, energetically bonding in a very profound way. Mm -hmm. And you're on the other side of the planet, mm -hmm. right? So I don't believe in off online. It's not a problem, right? So yeah. we do three-day events on okay. and offline where we take people through our Own Your Superstar training. Um, and over those three days, we cover that formula. So that's one way that people engage with us. We also have a longer 12-month mentorship for those people who are like, they come to the three-day, they're like, I want to continue. And we'll take them to a year of transformation. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and, and then another thing we do as well is, of course, I have my YouTube channel. I have yeah. a, a free gift where I offer a bunch of things. I can tell you about that. If you just want to dip your toes into yeah. the Nima mindset, then I have a beautiful gift that I can offer um, your your listeners. So yeah, we and of course we do one on one coaching as well. Okay, right. Um, so with all of this said, all of which is going to speak to different people um, because we all like to learn and engage, and we're all in different spaces. Like we, you know, we're all different. I love the fact that you have various different ways of um, doing what you do. I want to be able to allow people to step into your world with your permission. Where do we send them? Send them to the mahimamindset.com. And for those of you who are like Mahima, it's mama with a hi in the middle. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> the Mahima, M-A-H-I-M-A. Uh, mindset.com and there you're going to receive a free gift you you're going to receive my international best-selling book called the rebel's guide to inner peace where you're going to get my three steps to inner peace so if okay. you ever wondered what's all this inner peace what's all this inner peace the book is going to entertain you because i'm all into entertainment right because that's how i came to all of this with a very yeah. light-hearted spirit so you're going to laugh you're going to cry and you're going to learn while you're reading the book. And then you're also going to get my seven days reprogram your mind. Yeah. And that is a seven day journey to think about the world differently than how you're thinking about it right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have limiting beliefs. Yeah. We, live, we don't even realize we have them because some people are like, oh, I don't have that thought. These thoughts are happening subconsciously. 
So right. you might think you clean something up on a conscious level, but there's still in the subconscious that messiness going on here, right? Mm-hmm. So the seven days reprogram your mind is a powerful um, tool to get into the subconscious mind and do some cleaning up over there, right? Okay. And then there's the 21 day meditation challenge, which is just a beautiful way to either advance your meditation practice or start a meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're going to love it because it's just 15 minutes a day. I choose a topic and I work with stillness. So there's no music playing yeah. because, you know, stillness is food for the soul. Right. And I want more people to not be afraid of it and to right. not be like, oh, I need to escape. I need to escape. I don't know what my thoughts. I can't get from my thoughts. Right. So this is going to help you. If you have those issues, my meditation, people always tell me, I can't believe how fast I can actually feel calm and still. So that's those three gifts, the book, the seven days uh, um, reprogramming your mind and the 21 day meditation challenge is a great place for people to get their feet wet into the Mahima mindset. And this is all on your website, mahimamindset.com. Yeah, the Mahima mindset. The guys, you heard it right here, the Mahima mindset.com. And you also mentioned a YouTube channel. What is that? The YouTube channel is, uh, I believe it's the same name, the mindset. So, or is it Mahima mindset? The handle is if you Google me, you'll see uh, everything there is to see. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. So, let me talk to you a little bit, um, Mahima, about a few fundamentals that, although they may seem obvious after listening to, you know, um, some of what you've spoken about, may not be for those people who aren't inclined into this realm, into this mindset, right? So Mm -hmm. let Mm -hmm. me ask you this. What is the big promise here? Like if a person is to do all these things and to become the person that you say that they will become from all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. What should they expect to have accomplished for themselves? An inner peace, a love, and a joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events, or people. Can you imagine to be able to have that power inside of you where mm-hmm. you know whatever is happening in my in, in external uh, environment does not define me? Mm-hmm. I'm not it's a big looking- one. It's huge. I'm mm-hmm. not looking for validation from my work. No, my work is a vehicle through which I can pour my soul and my joy and my light into. Okay. But my work isn't my the thing that's going to make me survive life on planet Earth. And yeah. without it, I'm crushed and I have nothing. Right? Yeah. No, your work is a place to ex- explore and explore the beauty of life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So your relationships, our relationships, a lot of us live in fear of loss and that loss can be death. It can be, you know, um, it can just be someone leaving you. Imagine being able to have such a love for yourself and an understanding of life. I came into this world with nothing. I'm going to leave with nothing. I own nothing. Nothing belongs to me. And it can disappear at any second, including my physical body. Mm -hmm. Now you're free. Now you understand freedom. And you can live 
And now you can show up in those relationships and you can give all of your heart. You can give all of you because you're not afraid of someone breaking your heart. What they can break your soul. Yeah, they could bruise the ego and the ego could feel shattered and uh, upset. But if you know you're not your ego, you allow that relationship to go and you're thankful. You say, thank you for what you have given me. Thank you for what we've managed to share. If we're no longer good for each other, even if I still wanted to be with you, but you're happier not being with me, I send you away with grace, with mm-hmm. beauty, with love. So that, you know, so what people can expect is to become a kind, loving, respectful being to yourself mm-hmm. and others because you've understood the big fundamental of life, which is the answer to the question, who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. You're not your body. You're not your story. You're not your family. You're not your friends. You're not your car, money, obsessions, and all of that. You are the spirit having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And that spirit has a vibrational frequency of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And it's the most powerful force in the universe as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. You know, there's so much that you um, shared there, which I think is like so um, beautifully explained. And for those people um, out there who um, want, here's here's another one. Yeah. For those people out there who this speaks to them, um, but they don't have kind of the, that bridge between where they are in their life right now to having kind of, I don't know if it would be courage. I don't know if it would be discipline or focus, whatever that thing is that they need to say, I, 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 I'm ready to do this work, okay. right? I'm ready to go from okay. here to over here. What is that thing that they need to find to help them get over there? Which, and the getting over there is actually doing, starting the work to yes. become who they need to be. Yes. So you need a teacher. You need a teacher, but right. you, you need to recognize when the teacher comes to you, right? So it's not even about, oh, I got to find a teacher, right? It's, 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 it's a frequency. It's, it's, a, it's a, ooh, you know? And then you, you need to be able to recognize, I'm done with the old me. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have this, then you need to suffer a little bit more. I say to people, it's no problem, okay? You're not done suffering, and that's okay, Right? There's a I love that. Where, <laughs> yeah, you've got to be done. So you've got to be like, there's got to be another way to do this. There's got to mm-hmm. be a, a question mark, even if you don't know that you have that question mark until somebody appears and says, hey, hey, hello. Yeah, if you're hearing this podcast, I believe you're here because you need this message or mm-hmm. else you'd be somewhere else. Right. So, of course, you can just say, oh, yeah, that's nice. And you can move on with your life. Or you can really ask yourself, do I live my full potential? Am I really happy? Right. What is my mental and emotional state of being most of the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Am I mm-hmm. living most of the time in worry, stress, uh, restlessness, a sense of confusion? Or do I live in clarity? passion, joy, peace. And people can't believe that you can actually have 80% of the time where you're in those states, Mm -hmm. but it is possible. Mm -hmm. I've done it and I've seen my students do it that came on the campus where 
they would, you know, you when you ask a question like, what was the most beautiful thing about your day? There was just nothing coming. There was just, they couldn't even answer that one question. I know it sounds crazy. Like I'd be able to answer that, but most people would be like, honestly, I don't think there was anything. Then, you know, so those are the, those are the telltales. Yes. Even on my darkest days, mm -hmm. I can, I can list 20 things that were amazing about my day. Mm -hmm. It's a shift of perspective, right? The beauty, the bund, it doesn't go anywhere. Just your focus drifts away, mm -hmm. right? And if you've understood that, you know, most people are living epic lives, especially people that have the opportunity to, you know, to be able to listen to podcasts like this but they don't know how to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, for a lot of people, you know, I, we were doing some stats uh, around our event and we, we realized that burnout, depression, breakdown um, are on the, and suicide are mm -hmm. on the rise in highly educated societies. Right. I mean, what right. does that tell us, right? If kids are starting to mm -hmm. be depressed and yeah. and you know and have to deal with those type of emotions so we've been taught mental education yeah but we haven't been taught heart education right and people are like well the parents should be doing that like i'm sorry where would the parents get that wisdom from right, right. like um and the, and then people are yeah what religion's going to give us that well, there's the problem because on one hand, there's some good aspects uh, on religion, but on the other hand, there's some not so good aspects, right? So I can just talk about myself, um, on, you know, my story. Um, I had to re remove so many limiting beliefs and fears. I was terrified of God. I was mm. terrified because I heard you had to be a God-fearing Christian. So I was literally scared of the divine energy. Okay. Yeah. I was terrified of the devil because I was told that he's going to get me and he's everywhere and you better take care. I was um, broken sexually because yeah. of being called a whore, a, a slut, and, and, and being slut shamed by my religious uh, family. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so those are all the things that, you might not think about, right? Because mm -hmm. you're just in that story and you wouldn't think to question this. Yeah. Right? During my journey in India, I got to sit and I got to really question myself. Mm -hmm. And that's where I realized so much, um, Raj. I, yeah. I, I, I could heal myself and I could understand that this, the so-called God, this divine presence is the most beautiful presence in the universe. Mm -hmm. And Amen. I could... I could embrace and heal. I understood that everything has a shadow. So there's shadow and light. There's yeah. So, so the, the devil the so comes from the same source yeah. of the light. So yeah. if the light didn't exist, uh, the darkness uh, you know, and the light are needed to yeah. know each other. Yeah. So I, I understood this oneness consciousness where you yeah. don't have fear about there's nothing that's going to come and get you. What would come and get you when you're connected to the most powerful source in the universe, which is mm -hmm. your soul loving presence, right? Mm -hmm. So all the fear vanished. 
Yeah. Wow. Um, I couldn't I couldn't sleep with the light off because I was so terrified of seeing something or experiencing something weird, right? Yeah. All yeah. that disappeared. Um, sexually, I've healed myself. I, I, I've activated my um, sexual chakra, lots of healing, loads of um, trauma work uh, mm-hmm. exercises, which I, by the way, help people with. So, so this is what I, w- I want to share with people. You know, we are not conscious of the damage until we maybe are in a conversation like this one. Like I was in the conversation with that Indian guru for the first time and he was talking to me. And then yeah. I started to understand what had happened to me that had made me into this quite sad, shriveled, small person, right? Mm-hmm. And then having those teachings, making me understand that I am divine presence. I am light. I'm love. And then I could start to feel that expansion. And mm-hmm. through that connection, I could heal myself. Not It's an ongoing journey. So it's not like, a, you know, you healed and that's the story. But it is so worth it, mm-hmm. Raj, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because you, 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 have a, you have a confidence inside of yourself that nobody can ever take away from you. Right. Right? No harsh word. Yes, you might be upset for a moment. It's not nice to hear harsh words. Mm-hmm. But then you return back to knowing compassion for that person who mm-hmm. said those harsh words because they're just living the, the story that themselves. They probably heard harsh words too, and now they mm-hmm. just do what they were taught to right. do. Right, right. So you, you ha- you, your whole um, relationship with the world is transforming, mm-hmm. and it's a more playful, light, curious, opening experience. Right. Absolutely. So much there, guys. Um, If you're just tuning in, I am having a fabulous, very deep and meaningful, very aligned conversation with the fabulous Mahima. She's talking about the Mahima Project. Just go and check out the mahimaproject.com website. Everything you need to know is there. Anything that is speaking to you that you feel you need to know more about, please go over there. I encourage you to do so. I know that we're getting close to um, closing things out, but I want to kind of loop back, loop back to today's theme, Mahima. want to remind you what it is. Am I living the right life? So mm. I want to ask you this from your perspective, how can a person know? How do they know? <sighs> so the Mahima mindset is, 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 is it's, it's about, it's about, um, reaching a, a, a clarity that you don't question anymore. Okay. There are certain stages you go through. Yeah. If you're asleep, there needs to be an awakening. There needs to be okay. something that wakes you up like, hey, I'm ready to learn more about something else, another way of living. So that's the second stage. Then you go through a seeking phase. Right, mm-hmm. and in the seeking phase, you're meditating, you're you're hanging around uh, transformational groups, you're doing daily practices. You do, some people get stuck over there, right? In the seeking phase, mm-hmm. in the seeking phase, you answer the question to the most powerful questions of life: Who am I? You really understand. You really were. You get to you. you like like, it's there's no doubt in your mind that you've experienced home because you've experienced it 
So nobody can take that experience away from you. Like the same way you've experienced sadness, the same mm-hmm. way you've experienced frustrations, you can experience inner peace. And when you've experienced it, that becomes your experience. When you're in the seeking phase, you learn how to root yourself that regardless of what's happening externally, you can come back home. You can relax, let go, soften, be gentle, and return back to this the source energy, right? Mm-hmm. And there is where you have clarity about, you know, what what are what am I doing here? But then you move to the next stage, which is integration, right? So integration is the phase where you've worked in seeking, you work on the external, sorry, internal environment, mm-hmm. and you build a strong foundation in yourself. In in the integration phase, you go and you work on the external life. That's when you start transforming your relationship with your parents as far as it can be transformed, okay? Mm -hmm. As far as they're willing to meet you and you're willing to meet them. But people, when they come on my campus, their relationship with their parents changes for the better, right? Regardless of how fragmented it was. Then you work on your job. You're like, I deserve the very best that life has to offer. Mm -hmm. I feel amazing and I have the energy to Go out there because you understand manifestation. Mm -hmm. You understand that you're not just working with the logical mind to create things in your life. You're working with universal presence and power. So once you understand that, you start to make better decisions about what you're going to be doing. And you have the courage to do things, that to, to stop doing the things that no longer serve you. Yes, because now you enjoy feeling strong. You enjoy mm-hmm. feeling centered. So if you're in a situation that constantly makes you feel shitty, constantly makes you feel small, you're going to be like, no, I don't deserve this. And you're going to be able to pivot. Yeah. You can learn the power of letting go. Mm-hmm. I can let go of this. I can let go of this because I trust that I'm a magnet for beautiful things to manifest in my life. Mm-hmm. So if I have a job that doesn't serve me, I can let it go. And the universe the God, the presence, whatever you want to call it, is going to provide me with more, with better opportunities that fit to my genius, that will allow me to execute on my mission. So this is how you know. You know when you are lit, when you're able to wake up in the morning and instead of feeling uh, like, like scared and confused, you feel centered, you feel grounded, you feel you've done the journey, yeah, of understanding who you are in that seeking phase you've also done the journey in the integration phase and then you move to alignment alignment is when your inner world and your outer world are in alignment yes so mm-hmm. you're not just thinking of having a healthy body and a and a, and a beautiful relationship you you've created the healthy right. body and the beautiful relationship you're not just thinking, oh, it would be lovely to have my own successful company. You have created your successful company. So this is, I call this alignment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the last stage is contribution. Okay. When, when you don't have to worry anymore about where your rent's going to be paid or if this uh, really toxic thing or the, because you've taken care of that stuff in the integration and alignment stage. So now you just get to show up and rock your life. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, guys, I'm so <laughs> excited about this trajectory that I take people on because 
a lot of people get stuck in the seeking phase, right? And when you can understand, no, you're on a pathway of growth and it's not a hierarchy. I want to make mm-hmm. that super clear, okay? It is linear, like, yeah. uh, like a baby. Is a baby more important than an old man? No, it isn't. No. It's just gone through that growth process, okay? Right. So the same way someone sleeping, awakens, seeks, integrates, aligns, contributes, right? And in, and you want to contribute when you've taken care of your own shit, if I can use that word. Yeah, of okay? course. Yeah, yeah. And now you can really be in that power. And you see many people out there that are, you know, able to really make a meaningful difference because they have the energy, they have right. the resilience, they have the grounding. But if you're battling with negative feelings, but you're trying to contribute over here, it can be very uh, detrimental for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it really, there's a, there's, it's like anything in life, right? You, there's, there's one thing that's going to lead to the next, that'll lead to the next, that'll lead to the next. And you just got to flow through it. You got to just do the work. You've just got to trust the process. You got to trust yourself. Even if you don't know what's going on, just trust that, you, you know, your higher self knows where you're going, you know, and, yeah. and just and, and just allow it to pull you until you can pull yourself. Surround yourself with amazing people. Do not yeah. try to do this on your own. Okay. Yeah. That is my biggest, biggest lesson that I've learned. And I've learned it the hard way. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Even my business, I was 15 years into trying to, you know, make something out of my personal growth, uh, business and academy. And I was struggling. I was financially dependent on my husband because some ego trip made me think I was going to be able to do something I've never ever done by myself. Mm. And then I finally woke up one day and I was like, I need a business coach. My life completely transformed. It literally blew up when I got that help. Right. So if you need a personal growth mentor, Get a personal growth mentor. The secret of working with any mentors is that you need to be humble and you need to be willing to say, you know something that I don't. And even mm-hmm. if I feel scared, even if I'm not sure about this, I'm going to give it a go. Because where I am, I know where I am. What I've been doing, I know what I've been doing. What you're asking me to do, it's uncomfortable, but it's something new. So it can only create new results for me. Right. Absolutely. And for us to close off, Mahima, I'm going to ask you just for us to wrap things up. Any final words you'd like to leave everyone with before we close off? Uh, Especially, I think um, I'd like to address for people who aren't bought into the importance of striving to live their right life. Let's address that before I let you go. Okay. So, if, you, if you're not uh, brought into this, like, for example, which I wasn't, this is not how I was brought up, recognize the opportunity. It comes to you in a podcast. It comes to you in a book. It, it's just random. Yeah. I see people asking for something that's right in front of their face. Yeah. And I've had people approach me at my event where I'm teaching, saying to me, where can I find a personal growth mentor? <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> Raj, can you believe that? Like, it's my event. I'm, I'm teaching personal growth. And I've had 
I've had women come up to me and not just one or two, multiple, and say, mm-hmm. Nima, you talked about finding a coach and a mentor. Where can I find one? I'm like, sweetheart, you're looking at one, okay? <laughs> like it's right in front of you. And then they would laugh and it's mm-hmm. like so crazy. So a lot of us don't see what's in right in front of us because we love to live in confusion, right? right. Opportunities are coming right. every day. Mm-hmm. It is the nature of, of the beauty of life that opportunities mm-hmm. will keep coming to you. So if you, mm-hmm. have a, if you have a calling to have help, you will find the help, but you've got to recognize it when it comes. Yeah. So go, there you are. That's what I asked for. And yeah. it's not just with the help of a, of a coach or, or something. Else. It's with any opportunities in life, right? Mm-hmm. When we live in confusion, the opportunity can come right there. It's right there. We wouldn't even see it, mm-hmm. right? They did this test once where there were people that had the mindset that they weren't lucky. Okay. So they walked around, I'm not lucky, and they would say this all the time. And so they were putting like $100 bills on the ground, okay? And the people that had the belief that they weren't lucky didn't see the money on the Mm -hmm. ground, okay? And then they did the same exercise, of course, with the people that believed that they were very lucky, and I'm super lucky. That was their belief. And of course, they all saw the money, okay, on the ground, (laughs) Isn't yeah. that an interesting um, It's experiment? so interesting. And it's yeah. such a simple experiment. You'd think like, you know, how can a person not see? And because exactly. we don't we don't only see with our eyes. That's the thing, right? And that's what this test um kind of proved. Exactly. You're seeing with the filter of yeah. your um social and upbringing. Right? Yeah. So you're seeing through that filter and that's what the work will help you to do. It will help you remove the filters so you can see. And so you can, let's say if you've been one of those people that are feeling like I'm not lucky, that you'll see that that's just a story you're telling yourself. Yeah. And if that's, if that story doesn't um, serve you anymore, you can let it go and you can start experiencing being so lucky that it will blow your own mind. Right? Absolutely. So, so yes, get involved guys. If you're at this stage of this podcast, it's because you're already, you're already hungry for something. Right. Mm -hmm. And just keep saying yes. That's what I say to people. Just keep saying yes to the opportunities that will flood into your world, but recognize them Mm -hmm. when they come. Absolutely. Loved, loved, loved our conversation, Mahima. Thank you for coming on the show and for sharing your deep and meaningful and oh so relevant philosophies. I absolutely adore you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Raj. You're amazing. Your vibe is extraordinary. I've just felt, I've just felt held in this incredibly loving heart that you have. And um, it's just an honor and a privilege to have met you. And I want more. I want more, Raj. I, I want more Mahima. So it's going to happen. That's all that. This is an easy one. So we will yeah. absolutely connect because we need to. We we came across each other um, not by accident. We came absolutely. across each other for a reason. And so that it's definitely true. requires exploring. Thank you again. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank my you. love. So, folks, if you'd like to learn more about what we touched upon today, and there was so much 
that we covered, so much that Maima covered. I was just in awe of every word that she was sharing with each of us. I encourage you to head on over to the MahimaMindset.com website. Everything is going to be right over there. And as usual, I really hope that you got some real value from today's show and will share it with everyone you know who you feel needs to get today's insights. I also hope that you'll subscribe to my YouTube channel and hit the notification button at the Open Chest Confidence Academy so you'll never miss an episode whenever we drop it every other Wednesday. You can also download the Transform Your Confidence show on podcast platforms and give it a five-star rating, guys. If you feel that today's show was valuable, was just a valuable resource to assisting your journey to empower your confidence with actionable insights. You can also read the podcast. I say it every single time, guys. It is at our blog at theopenchestconfidenceacademy.com forward slash media forward slash podcast. And I'll see you next week for another invaluable episode packed with insights and learnings to help empower your work, your life, and your spirit. Take care of yourselves, my darlings. Thank you so much for staying till the end. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Before you leave, I would love for your support by subscribing to my show and letting everyone you know know about it and have them come take a listen. I would sincerely appreciate you joining me at LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Search Raj Gurn and the Open Chess Confidence Academy. Until next week, I hope you continue to cultivate your own ecosystem so that everyone in and around it is empowered by your mission to elevate them all. See you next week.